what is up and welcome back to 24 minutes of a24 the podcast that takes a look at the a24 library 24 minutes at a time i'm ethan simming and i'm ben lahorn this week on the pod we are on the hunt for dick not <laughs> not quite like that uh we are talking about the death of dick long today you fucking sold that so good <laughs> Dick died last night, and Zeke and Earl don't want anybody finding out how. That's too bad, though, because news travels fast in small-town Alabama. Just a note, this podcast was recorded and produced during the 2023 WGA and SAG After Strikes without the labors of the writers and actors that are currently on strike. The movies being covered here on this pod would not exist. Spoilers are ahead for The Death of Dick Long, the 2019 movie from Daniel Shiner. I had no clue. This was from our boy. Did you know this before watching this movie? I yeah, I was very excited. We got half the Daniels here, so I was super stoked. Yeah, we got the uh, tall, awkward, lanky half. Um, yeah, yep, really yep. exciting. This movie was a suggestion from Jane Singman on Instagram. She DM'd us and was like, "Here's some movies I want you to cover on the show," and I was like, "Cool, let's do it." So that's exciting. If you ever want us to cover anything, just shoot us DM or, yeah. or tweet at us or whatever. Um, it is, and we would love to do that and cover that. For sure. Before, before we talk about the death of Dick Long and get into the movie, we do have a couple of housekeeping items that I just want to bring up real fast. Ben, I got to check in on you. Um, you were a little erratic last week on the pod, a little unhinged with some of your musical collaborative, keyword collaborative draft choices. How are you feeling? Are you, are you feeling any regret? Are you living in the life of luxury right now feeling good? I regret doing it with both of you because my <laughs> beloved purple rain didn't make it. Uh, Shout out. Cool shirt. To, Wouldn't know what it means. It. I had to support it. Um, I need you guys to get cultured and watch one of the best musicals of all time. Um, but no, I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, I think we had a, a fun draft. I think we got a good list overall. So I'm excited to do more of these. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, Austin Warner, I believe, has been on this pod in the past. He's a good supporter of the show. Um, he called out No Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny, yeah. which big oversight on my end. I love that movie. I think that movie's hilarious, and I can't believe I didn't even think to put it on the list. I think if we had done, like, top 20, it probably yeah, would have made it. Um, in there. 11's tough, man, Like, because it's like yeah. it, it feels like there's six must-haves and the rest are kind of like oh what do we want so it's it gets rough but uh our next one i don't know if you want to tell them what it is but i'm no you gotta get, you keep it under wraps. Ugh, you gotta keep it ugh. under wraps for now it's, it's gonna be tough i thought musicals was tough this one's gonna be tough yeah it's too big it's too too monstrous too important to yeah. let it leak right now to be honest yeah. with you um i feel pretty good i tried my best i realized you know that uh i think the biggest takeaway was that Danny Zuko is kind of a dickhole and you know what? That's okay. That's the reality that I live in and I accept that fate. Um, but sure. I had a good time. It was a wonderful experience. Like you said, Ben, next one is, is going to be wild. And you, I, we, I know we've only done two so far, but you have progressively gotten more unchanged. So I'm really interested to see because the next one has a lot of, should we say popular culture, um yeah, yeah. impact if you if you if you could say that there's a lot of takes on what we're going to be talking about so uh before i spill the beans we gotta we gotta move on second piece of um news talk to me the hand went on sale we had talked about the hand we had said the day after we saw the movie we recorded 
and we were like, when is A24 going to sell a replica yeah. of this hand? They fucking did it. 99 bucks. I need to know. Is it worth it in your opinion? I ordered it. So You did? You did it. I did. I pulled wow. the trigger on Congratulations. it. I mean, listen, like I don't I don't know that it's worth it for that price. Like that's an expensive price, but I will say having missed out on some of their, you know, like online ceramics merch and things like that. Like a green so knight many, sword. Yeah, there's just times where I'm like, I wish I had just done it. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just I I love it. It would have been cool to have. I said how much I wanted it. And here it is. So I did it. I'm super stoked eventually for it to show up and yeah. it'll be here on the sides just uh, with us for every episode. That scares me. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried that our pod is going to open <laughs> open the realm to the dead. Um, are you going to use it for incense? Or are you going to smoke out of it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <but laughs> yes. Just a hard yes. On both fronts. <laughs> Respect. Um, last piece of housekeeping. Maxine, the third movie in the Ty West trilogy yeah. of horror films uh will reportedly as of today when we're recording be a whodunit slasher it's going to star mia goth halsey kevin bacon lily collins and michelle monaghan um yay or nay on the slasher whodunit for maxine very excited i think it's going to be awesome this one is set in the 80s is that right i believe like this yep. is this is going to be cool i mean there are two for two so far so i i have faith in this one yeah i'm very excited i think slasher whodunit is going to be good coming from someone who knows how to write characters is going to be good as well. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of depth there to be had. And I think that cast is going to be really fun to play off of. I feel I just sense some like bodies, bodies, bodies energy a little bit mm. where people are just going to be just vying for the most outlandish monologue possible in the movie. Uh, and I love that. And I'm very excited for that. Of course, it'll make Goth will win that award. Um, but yeah, okay. A twenty four housekeeping out of the way. Anything else on your plate for A twenty four housekeeping? Uh, just justice for Purple Rain. That's it. I'm just gonna <laughs> I keep don't, saying I don't that. I think that really falls under the, under the <laughs> housekeeping. But okay, <clears throat> okay. So we did watch the death of Dick Long. I had heard about this movie. Like I said, I did not know this movie was directed by Daniel Scheinert of, of course, Everything Everywhere All at Once mm-hmm. fame. Um, he is one half of the Daniels. He also directed Swiss Army Man, a, a favorite here on the pod. Um, and I learned he is the director of one episode of Skeleton Crew, the new Star Wars movie or Star Wars show coming out with yeah. Law, I believe. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm excited. I guess they did that before, or maybe after everything, everywhere, but before it came out. So, okay. um, yeah, I think Daniels. I'm excited to see what they do with that episode. Yeah, that'll be pretty pretty cool. Uh, okay, the movie itself released September 27, 2019. Now, I wanted to mention this real quick because i don't know obviously a24 had a very successful year last year being 2022 i don't know if they will come close to the um power that they had in 2019 in april you had under the silver lake uh, a a favorite of ours at least a favorite of mine here on the show incredibly underrated flick um shout out riley kia for just being incredible in that movie May, The Souvenir, June, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, July, Midsommar and The Farewell, October was The Lighthouse, November was Waves, and December was Uncut Gems. That, that's just six plus straight months of releasing an A24 stalwart every yeah. single month. I think The Souvenir is probably the least of those, but in the right circles, that is like 
very upper echelon A24. Obviously, Joanna Hogg is a huge deal. So that run is wild. And then you throw the death of Dick Long right in the middle of that run. Unfortunately, it does get a little overshadowed. I think that's yeah. maybe part of the problem. Not a lot of people have seen the movie, but pretty cool to put it in that run. Um, what did you think of the movie, The Death of Dick Long? I had a really good time with it. I thought it was really funny. Uh, I thought it was well done. The cast was great. We had some fantastic people <sighs> in there. I, I did, wasn't super familiar with our two main uh, characters there with Earl and Zeke, mm-hmm. but Sarah Baker being in it and Roy Wood Jr. was kind of cool. Sunita Mani, um, she's always like awesome. And obviously Shiner himself playing Dick Long. Uh, that fun little montage we got at the beginning was just like, you guys want to get weird? And then like all this shit. You motherfuckers want to get weird? That's like <laughs> the only line he says in the whole movie, which is so funny to me. It's such a good line, though. Um, yeah, I thought it was oh, a wonderful movie. I think the suspense was there when it needed to be. It was very funny. I wouldn't expect anything less from either of the Daniels, you know, to pull off a, a movie that, um, yeah, I don't know. That's It's always got to yeah. be funny. And then we find out like the cause of the death, you know, and again, like this is all like a spoiler pod here, but I was not oh expecting it to go like God. the Mr. Hands route here with like a horse. <laughs> like I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like this is what it is. This wow. is insane. Um, but then, it, but it's also like, it's played straight. You know what I mean? Like it's played seriously. It's like, yeah, no, it's just like a thing. Did. It was like, Oh my God. Okay. That's just like <laughs> absurd. But, um, I thought the story was great. I thought it was very well written. Um, I love the daughter, you know, and she's just being like genuine, sincere, like, oh no, we were in your car. Like, what are you talking about? You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. all those scenes. The dad's like, no, you are mistaken. Like, that, <laughs> you know, just like, like watching him kind of lose it by the fridge. Like, shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, what's a cocksucker? And he's like, it means I suck on penises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an insult. It means I suck on penises. Like, uh, she like, won't answer his question until he answers hers. So, uh yeah the wife i i don't know who she was uh, I, I don't remember ever seeing her before but she was really yeah. good virginia newcomb i believe is her name yep. um but she did she did a really good job too so i would like to see her in some more stuff uh but yeah i don't know i was super glad that we got this recommendation because again like a lot of things we have so much to choose from that it's hard to like pinpoint what we're gonna mm-hmm. watch next so it's great to get these recommendations okay cool someone else likes this enough that they want us to check it out. And this was another great recommend. So yeah, I loved yeah. it. Before I give my overall thoughts, I'm going to do some quick cast uh, thoughts before I forget all of them. Michael Abbott Jr. The, the main guy of this movie, um, two thoughts on him. Apparently he is playing um, agent Frank something in killers of the flower moon. That's coming out okay. later this year. He's also playing David in the bike riders, which Ooh. is fucking crazy that he is going to be in two insane movies this fall. Um, so that's yeah. pretty exciting stuff. I thought he was pretty good in this movie, honestly. So that's exciting. I also thought he gave off the vibes of a Wyatt Russell. I, I thought okay. Wyatt yeah. Russell could have played this role. Like if, if, if Shiner wasn't the director and if this wasn't as hard of a comedy as it wanted to be or was, mm-hmm. then I feel like that would have been a great role for Wyatt Russell and like being really dark and weird and, um, basically feeling like he could just punch the shit out of anybody at any moment. Um, So that was what I thought of when I watched this second casting thought real fast. Um, Andre Highland, the guy who plays Earl Wyatt. I have so many thoughts on this guy. 
And we'll get to them as we go through the truth in a moment. I thought Earl was phenomenal. Loved Earl. Mm -hmm. Excellent. He is, and I, I kid you not, a straight-up doppelganger for my barber. And oh, really? it really freaked me out to the point where I was like, am I sure he's never acted before? Like, am I sure <laughs> he's been a barber for this long? Yeah, yeah. So that was a little bit of a weird tinge to the movie to be like, that looks like a guy I talked to once a month. That's really interesting. Nice. Um, so that was kind of funny. Um, I love this movie. Well, I didn't love this movie. I liked this movie quite a lot. I thought it was good. Uh, it wasn't great. I thought it definitely had some pacing issues, some plot holes, some plot issues. Okay. But when you look at the overall uh, project of what it is trying to be, it does that very well. It, mm -hmm. It's funny. It takes a really interesting like genre turn um, into being very dramatic and very dark while also remaining funny at most, most moments. Yeah. Um, super sad, like final 10 minutes, almost to the point where I was like, kind of crying and i was like i can't i can't cry for this movie like if i cry <laughs> for this movie we're done like this is off because i'm just gonna cry for anything the Abbott so, brothers will get you man like yeah <laughs> they will so i liked it a lot i thought it was a really nice surprise i don't think it's anything super standout-ish like in the 24 catalog i don't think this is like you know potentially oh this is like top 15 like super underrated people need to check this out a lot more mm. i do think it's worth a recommend like if you're looking for something that's funny but also like has a thriller tinge to it this would be a great movie this yeah. this is perfect if you don't mind the conversation piece of bestiality i guess that's where this movie goes so you have to be okay with that aspect of things because as we'll talk about it's very clear that our our guy has sexual feelings for a horse, I think is, is like where we yeah. land on this. Um, so that was really fascinating. So I want to know from your perspective, where, where did you put this? Like in your personal genre library, more, more comedy thriller, more dark comedy. Where did it land? for? I think definitely dark comedy. I think <laughs> that's where this ends up. And I don't know. I mean, that's kind of the Daniels thing, right? Like, yeah. Yeah this movie fell in between a movie about a farting corpse that helps someone get off an Island and a movie that had like a very serious, like with heavy consequences, butt plug fight, you know? So sure. it's just like, Love a good butt plug fight. it yeah, makes sense true. that this, like this feels in line mm -hmm. with those things. So it's just like, if you like those movies, you're probably going to like this or at least, you know, you'll be okay with it. So uh mm -hmm. yeah i don't know this is a, a dark comedy and like i said or like you said it's like i think it's worthy of a recommended especially if someone is in the shoes that we were in before watching this where it's like we like you know we like swiss army man really liked everything everywhere all at once like cool maybe check out this one that you haven't seen yet and yep. you know also watch little john turn down for what music video like watch these things if you like do a triple header two. and just watch that music video yeah. in the middle of every yeah, exactly. movie. You just do it. Yeah. yeah. A little reset every time. So exactly. I think it's, a, yeah, this falls under a really good dark comedy. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely agree with that. I think it's a, a very dark, dark comedy. Um, there is definitely a moment. I feel like the pace does fall off a little bit, like in the second half. Um, and it kind of loses that momentum that it really starts off with, but I get it because it's like a 100 minute movie about this guy just like trying to avoid being caught for his friend yeah. dying essentially is like where we're at. 
Um, and so, and the guy's like kind of an idiot as well, like a little bit. He's just like not super like well-rounded when it comes to like thinking uh, preemptively about like yeah. what might happen next. Um, and then obviously you have Earl, his pretty dumb friend. Like they just they just work in, in this small town Alabama at this warehouse, and he's just trying to get some cash before he has to skip hit, skip town and all this kind of stuff. So I mean I I do think it's a dark comedy. There is a moment, and we'll do true cinema moments, but where it is revealed of like how Dick Long dies, and and he um is is quote unquote Comet fucked him to death is mm. what is said. So the horse killed him by fucking him. Um, and at that moment, it is a very fascinating social experiment to me, at least if you were to watch this with anybody else or a group of people, or especially in a theatrical setting, when do people start to laugh after that moment? Because you have like pre comet bone someone to mm. death and then post comet bone someone to death. And like yes. after that, it's not necessarily harder to laugh, at least for me, but it's more awkward to laugh for sure. Because when that was happening and like his wife, like, draws a knife on him and is like, get the fuck out of my house. I didn't know necessarily when to be like, oh, that that's kind of funny. Like, I, I see you, yeah. Daniel Shiner. I know you think this is funny, and that's why you're making this movie. But it's also like a deadly serious situation. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's very interesting, which kind of like makes me like the movie more. Yeah, it's like everything after that was like, I don't know that they had the overt comedy any any time after that uh -huh, as much uh -huh. as it was just like the high tension comedy of like the cops and the wife is there and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, there's some other there's yeah, there's like tension there, but there, I don't think there's anything that's outright like hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I hadn't really thought about that till watching it until you mentioned that now. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess there wasn't like a real funny thing that happens after that because we're kind of just like the guy's dealing with his shit now, you know, but like, yeah, breaking yeah. the glass is funny. He's like, Oh fuck, you know, like that, like there's some, <laughs> like some funny stuff there, but um, yeah, definitely the, the, the tone shifts after that for sure. Okay. I got one more question for you before we do true cinema. If you have to skip town, you're in Earl's situation here. He wants to skip town. He wants to get out of Dodge. He packs up his whole house. He's bringing his massive lion <laughs> yeah. mural in the back of his truck. If you have to skip town because for whatever reason, let's not assume that your friend was, was boned to death by a horse. Yeah. What are you bringing with you? Are you going bare essentials? Are you trying to pack as much as you can into the car? Um, let's assume you have like an overnight here to figure this out. Yeah. Overnight, man. I don't know. I'd probably go as bare essentials as possible. Cause they just want right. to be free and loose, you know, but it's just like, <laughs> grab the passport and then I guess whatever else I think I might need, but I definitely am not trying to pack like a roller chair. Like he is, you know, <laughs> like, it's just like, like, what are you doing, man? He's like, Oh, it's a, do you say it's an emergency or something, but I'm going to be gone. Yeah. I'm gonna be Family gone for, emergency. Yeah. It's like, you, you're taking a lot of shit for just a couple of days, but yeah. What so about you? you would, you would not bring your star Wars laser discs. I mean, I mean, maybe if they're within reach, you know what I mean? Just like just pluck yeah. them and go. We'll see. Yeah. Those Fair. things are heavy as shit, as you know, though. They're very, very, <laughs> yeah. very heavy. That's true. One can only hope that wherever you're going, they have a, an ancient laser disc player. Fingers um, crossed. Yeah, I think I'd go bare. I think I'd go bare essentials. Because especially for me, if I'm thinking that I'm put in this situation where 
there is potential. And I think the biggest plot hole of the movie is the fact that no cops ever talked to Earl. Earl never got brought into the situation. Yeah. Maybe he got lucky and maybe like nobody assumed that he was there or they were hanging out, but he's part of the band. So I would yeah. assume the cops would eventually question him once you get to a stage in the process, right? So sorry, Pink Freud. That's like a really great band name. Too. Incredible <laughs> so brand. So, so well done. And it gets like name dropped two or three specific times, yeah, which is really so funny. Good. So I think if I'm in Earl's situation, I'm going bare essentials because I know the cops are going to come for me. They're going to come to the house. They're going to look for me. I don't want to give off the aura that like I have hastily skipped town yeah. and now you need to hunt me down. I just want to, I just want to come away with the things that I need. Maybe I bring my 4k player with me. I got my switch and you know, pack up what I can fit in a backpack and get out of there and just make it look like nothing suspicious. You know what I mean? Cause you take too much. You take your mural off the wall. High suspicion. Are you going down to grab that dark night thing behind you? Or like, what are you, what are you getting out of the shed? Oh, everything in the chat. Absolutely. Okay. All posters. Infinity pool poster getting rolled up. Rolled up. All right, time. cool. Yeah. I like it. Got to be, got to be all the posters. Gotta Those are in <laughs> incremental to my personality. I have to have them. Um, okay. Let's choose some of this, this movie a little bit here. So you mentioned the intro montage. Of course, we're going to start with the montage. Hey, motherfuckers, do you want to get weird? And that happens after their band practice and they smoke and they drink and they start shooting fireworks out of their like dick area yeah. and dick area up, i like that yeah yeah, yeah big time well i didn't want to say out of their dick because like it's not like no. it's not swiss army man here it's in like, the region, you can't though. shoot yeah. fireworks out of his yeah. so but it does give off the vibe at least to me of like uh like a project x where it was like a really good montage of where mm -hmm. people were just getting pretty fucked up which is pretty fun i'm always here for that i thought it was a great tone setter for the movie um where you're just like wow i guess they did go that hard like yeah. they must do this on a regular occasion yeah like the wife was like all right we're going to bed you guys do your thing you know yeah, they're just like, yeah these guys and their their band practice um and also like all the song selections were just like something else you know that they're so that they're all covering but yeah i thought the montage was great like you said it set the tones like oh these guys are going all out like you said roman candles out of their pants like <laughs> Just doing all kinds of shit. So, yeah, it was a great, great tone setter for sure. I mean, it definitely feels, it does feel like it pulls off of that Project X. Like, it feels like it pull off, pulls off of, like, a hangover situation where it was like, we only saw up until a point. And then, yeah. obviously, we did not see them all getting fucked by a horse. And so, naturally so. Like, that. that's, I don't think we needed to put that in the movie whatsoever. But I think that it do, it is an interesting, like, uh, story construct that it does use that idea from a lot of other films where yeah. it's like this part of the night just like blacked out like just nobody remembers what went down and and shit obviously goes down um they they drop off dick long at the at the hospital um the next one i have on the truth in a moment here is the rectal hemorrhage monologue from so the good. doctor this is great stuff this is really good stuff because at this point it's a pretty hard comedy pretty over yeah. where things are fun and um, the, you get this this doctor explaining that he has a rectal hemorrhage to the sheriff, and that is what caused Dick Long to die. And um, how basically he goes on this big story of how he like saved someone from a hemorrhage in his throat one time, but mm -hmm. if it's a hemorrhage down there, unsavable. Yeah. Excellent delivery on the monologue. Just didn't even crack 
a, a, a muscle at, at even smiling. And I was dying the whole time. Yeah. Roy Wood Jr. I mean, people may know him from the daily show. Like he's mm. a really funny person. And I think his delivery on all this stuff was, was great. Like you said, you know, he's like, if there's a hemorrhage on this side, I can save you. But if it's a hemorrhage on that <laughs> side, like I can't do anything for you, you know? And yeah. even then like giving us, giving us the hints of what's to come, so to speak. Yep. But uh, yeah, it, it all pays off, I guess at the end. So. And that's where it's pretty dark, to be honest with you, because like for a while there, it's believed like at least by the public and by Zeke's wife and other things that like he, he was like raped and murdered. Yeah. Like this was bad. This was very bad by somebody else. For for an instant, did you ever pontificate the idea of a horse committing such acts to Dick Long? Was that like on your bingo card whatsoever? I can't imagine what type of person would have guessed that? Like if you, if you six sense this, you're like, Oh, I knew they were dead the whole time. Yeah. But you were like, Oh, I knew it was a horse. And Buckter was like, hold on a second here. You're, like, yeah, you're why, fine. You gotta have a conversation. Why did you even think that was an option? So no, I did not foresee that coming at all. No, not even close. I was just like, Oh shit. Like Zeke and Earl are terrible people. Yeah. Like this is bad. They're, they're very, very dark people. And I thought that's where we were going kind of not really didn't really go that way but i did think it was interesting uh you know at one point and towards the end of the movie i thought to myself like man this i know dick long died and like that's what this movie is about but really it's kind of like the it's about the death of zeke and like the death of like this this failed man and yeah. how he has failed his life his wife his family his friends himself because he can't admit what he is into and like what his life is about um and how He's been doing this since before he got married. And like, I, I did think something about that ending clicked some things for me where I thought it did work pretty well, where yeah. um, that theme of like a broken man, I was just like, Zeke's just a broken dude. And then I was like, okay, hold on. We got to, got to rewind the tapes. We're yeah. talking about, we're talking about someone dying from fucking horse. So hold on <laughs> one second. Um, next one on the list here, the fucking S has hit the fan. This is when, <laughs> this is when Zeke calls Earl and um has zeke has his daughter on his lap and is like the s has hit the fan man the s has hit the fan and earl's at work has no idea what's going on and he's like the fucking s has hit the fan <laughs> um i wanted to put this on the list because i thought it was a great representation of earl and zeke's uh friendship and a great moment for earl who i thought was just at at 110 percent the entire film and i would love a spinoff of earl's life i just want him oh, hanging man. out just dicking around having a good time it was so good. It's like, I have no idea what you're trying to spell. It's like the S <laughs> hit the fan. And then like in the attempt to, yeah, like save his daughter from hearing any swear words, he gets so frustrated. He's like, the fucking S has hit the fan. It's like, oh my God, it's so, so good. Like get over here. And then Earl shows up. It's like, I got fired. Are you serious? Like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Dude, <laughs> dude, that, oh my God. Let me just tell you right now, that line reading from Earl, the guy who plays Earl, where he sh he shows up and he's like, "Yo, I got fired." And he's like, "There's he's like, it, what I I wrote down what he says." Uh, he goes, "Yo, I got fired." And he goes, "Psych, I ain't get fucking fired." And he just walks <laughs> in the house. Yeah. I cannot tell you the damage that that did to my lungs. Like I was wheezing. I thought that was so funny. And it's like little things like that where it's just like the delivery is so on point. And I know Shiner was just like, "This is funny. Like yeah. let's just put the, this is just funny. Like let's yeah. just put that in there." 
and the actor who's playing Earl can deliver that so well is I kind of leaves me a little speechless. Like I thought I just thought it was electric stuff. I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> it was good. Uh, next one on the list, Earl and Jane conversation at the school. This is when things start to get a little bit bigger, start to grow a little bit. You realize Jane is Dick's wife mm-hmm. and um, Earl is getting questioned about where Dick was last night and what happened. And is Dick cheating on, on her and things like that? This was, I think the first like small tonal shift where you're yeah. like, well, okay. Oh, people are starting to get concerned. We might start getting into a little bit of like, you know, murder cover up mystery action here. Um, but you know, or my boy Earl, he handled himself in the situation, didn't get flustered, and he just he just took off. Um, weird seeing him around a school. I gotta be honest with you, it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like he's around there very often, probably for good reason. Uh, but yeah, incremental scene to the film for sure. Yeah, and I, I love that scene even beforehand when he drops her off, you know, in, in the office or whatever, and just stumbling through like dead had car issues, so I'm here to like <laughs> like just all this kind of shit like i thought earl was a, a great part of this whole cast like i loved every scene like you said he's doing 110 percent the whole time he was mm-hmm. awesome yeah he's like yeah i i, uh, I have your uh flower here and he's like throws <laughs> yeah. the flower plant on the desk uh next on the list dumping the car in the river again look i hate to do it but we this is the earl show here and fucking zeke dumps the car in the river and earl goes huh should have should have should have uh yeah should have measured the depth the before depth. we did that huh <laughs> oh my god unbelievable stuff um yeah this is where stuff really starts to like the s really starts to hit the fan yeah, for our guys for zeke and they start to really get worried and at this point i'm just like how, dude how are you gonna spin this like how are you gonna spin this to your wife your family like people are gonna suss you out really really quickly uh what i guess would you dump your car in the river would you think that's a, a wise decision in this situation i mean i these guys i don't know that they're doing the wisest things at any point <laughs> you know so uh but this definitely felt like probably the best solution at the time yeah that's true um and then the old guy spots him from across the uh the road and he's like tossing out the place like old plates and i was like you're fucked dude like this yeah. is a serious movie that's that's your that's guy. guy. That's your guy that turns you in and you're toast. You have to kill that, that. guy now. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to equalize on this shit and you got to, yeah, you got to get him. Next up, cops at the house. This is where that tonal shift happens that we kind of talked about where Zeke um, is questioned. Every, you know, everybody's kind of questioned about the car going missing and the truth starts to gradually come out of, out of Zeke and, and make its way around. The cops make things worse, obviously for him. And this is where he admits to um, his wife, Lydia, that Dick Long died um, and Comet fucked him to death. Just give me your thoughts. Give me your give me your first impressions on this scene, on this uh, on this moment, on this monologue from Zeke here. I mean, I thought it was going to be another just like lie. You know, he's like, oh, the table saw, you know, like he died that yeah. way. Like, I thought he was just like. He goes through like four lies, which I thought was really funny. Because yeah. everyone gets less and less believable. Like, he's just like getting more unhinged and he catches himself faster. And he's like, oh, fuck. And it, I thought that was hilarious. So I thought it was so good, but I thought this was just like another one on there. It's like, ah, uh, comment fucked him to death. You know what I mean? It's just like. Right, right, right. All right. So what actually happened here, you know? Um, but watching the wife like come to terms with what she's hearing is like she gives a really great performance in this scene. Just like very good. Okay, 
holy shit, what it like, hold on. <laughs> because like, what would you do in that situation? You've, you're learning yeah. so much information. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Dick has died. That's one thing. But then also now that you're like partner and his friends like to get fucked by a horse, you know, like there's that stuff going on too. Just like the lies. You're still trying to understand what's happening with the car as well. And then, Oh yeah. The missing car. Yeah. It's just like, Oh man, there's so much happening there. So wow. I, I thought that was a great scene. Talk about information overload. Right? My God. Yeah. I mean, of course, naturally you would become attached to the one that is the craziest. And this, this yeah. is the craziest of that. Um, I do. Yeah. Give props. Um, the uh, actress for Lydia, uh, Virginia Newcomb. Excellent in the scene. Really impressive. Definitely like above caliber for what the movie asked, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, even so, like, again, like could could be argued so much so that it is a tough sell on like the genre bend here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the and the switch. But I think it works and I think it works pretty well. Uh and this is where you get the uh the good cocksucker joke. Always, always love that. That was pretty funny. Uh next on the list, I have Zeke letting Comet go free. He the cops come back we kind of get to this stage where it's like okay we got like 15 minutes of movie left shit's hitting the fan um and we things are gonna happen like what is gonna go down is he gonna get arrested is there we gonna have a shootout here like what's gonna go down zeke runs off and he lets comet go free and comet doesn't want to at first which i think is kind of funny and then pushes comet to go free and then is arrested this dude is fucked up. This is his oh, yeah. first thought. He's like, he's like, I, I, I don't want to go say goodbye to my daughter. I don't want to do any family stuff. I need to let my sexual partner of a horse roam free before they inevitably put it down. Like I would just assume, or or maybe they don't see each other again. I dude is dark. This guy's dark. Very dark. I was curious why he did this too. Cause I'm like, they're not going to arrest the horse. Like, I don't know. They're going to do anything to this horse, you know? Like, right. So, so interesting. That it's just, that's, that's his instinct. It's like, I got to go free the horse. Like, I don't think anything's going to happen yeah. to the horse, you know, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it just shows his mind frame. I do wonder if it's a bit symbolic of him trying to shed that uh, sure. identity and that I- ideal and that uh, addiction that he has for sure. That makes sense. Um, and hoping that like post getting arrested for, um, killing his best friend and, and committing bestiality. Like I, I, you know, like he's a new person you could hope. Uh, and then I just have on here the final 10 minutes. Like I mentioned, super sad, like question mark, um, incredibly effective in my opinion and really sad and, um, not really the ending that the movie earned in my opinion, but I think it works for the most part. Um, a lot that, that, that song is doing a lot of the legwork to bring out the emotion and pull on the heartstrings. I will say that, but it works and I like it. And you know, he's just a, he's just a broken man. We got a broken family and you know, once again, like another one bites the dust and links up with Zeke or links up with uh, Earl and tries to skip town. And that's, you know, that's kind of how we end things. What'd you think of the ending here? I mean, I'm with you. I think the, to me, like I, I really enjoy, you know, I was on an Avet brothers kick there for a while. Um, I, I really enjoy their stuff. So that carried a whole lot of weight, I think for the end of the mm-hmm. movie here. Um, but they, they played it well. I agree with you. Like, I don't know how much the movie earned it, but uh, it was interesting how everything plays out of just like, we're going to, you know, call the death. Was it like a misadventure or something like death that? By misadventure, death by yeah. misadventure. You know, it's like <laughs> like uh, his wife doesn't want that, you know, out there or anything. So 
thought that yeah. was kind of interesting. Um, and then them just, you know, being together at the hotel at the end with, uh, I forget her name, but, um, with, yeah. uh, yeah. Lake Travis, I guess is uh, the character name, but yeah, okay. I don't know how much it earned it, but I, it, it the song made it effective, I think. Sure. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It, at parts, it did feel kind of like a short or like a skit that was maybe like, let's make a movie and like, yeah. let's see what we can do. And, and I think it works for, for the most part. I do think like you can feel that at times yeah. for sure. Um, okay. What is your true cinema moment? Uh, my favorite part of this movie, it's pretty, I mean, it's fairly quick, but it's when they're trying to clean out the back of the car. And they're like, what do they do in Pulp Fiction? You know, and oh, he's yeah. like, incredible. They call Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> no, you're thinking of Harvey Keitel. Anthony Kiedis <laughs> is the guy from the Red Hot, the Chili, Red Peppers. Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> and I don't know why that cracked me up so much. That's like, why would no, you wait. think that was the name? Like, <laughs> man, they call Anthony Kiedis. Um, that's my favorite part. And that obviously leads into them dumping the car. It's like, even if we clean this, they can still find DNA, all that kind of stuff. But I just really like that exchange. Like, what do they do in Pulp Fiction? They call Anthony Kiedis. So, yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, I've got, I've got, this is not my true cinema moment, but I have three call outs real quick for Earl. I mentioned the, um, yo, I got fired. Psych. I didn't get fucking fired. That's incredible yeah. line. Number two. Um, and these are just things from his character that I love so much that I wrote down. Um, I ran into Jane. She's looking for Dick. Not like Dick, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it, excellent. Of course, that joke had to be made at some point in time yeah. during the film. And it was ex- executed so well. Like he, he the t- the timing with what how he says that is so perfect. Um, Earl has a ringtone that is a song from Disturbed, the yeah, uh, the yeah. yelling, which was so fitting for his personality. I just thought that was incredible stuff. And then the third one, uh, or the fourth one, I guess, is how at the, towards the end we get Zeke in the bar, right? And mm-hmm. he's like. Yeah, I'm doing like pretty bad. Like, I don't think I'm going to recover from this. Let me get um, six Dos Equis or <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> and so um, Earl orders. And he's like, yeah, let me get uh, some onion rings <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and a beer and whatever. So the, uh, And he asks for onion rings with honey mustard. It comes with honey mustard. And he goes, this is like honey Dijon. It's got like a spicy uh, tin to it, a.k.a. it tastes fucking nasty. <laughs> yeah. Can I just get some of that regular yellow stuff they put on salads? <laughs> unbelievable so stuff from Earl. <laughs> really, really, really funny. For me, my true cinema moment, it should not come as a surprise, is yo, I got fired, psych, I didn't, I didn't get fucking fired. Yeah. Um, that is so stupid, and it's so dumb that it's one line of dialogue, but it comes at the perfect time in the movie where you are kind of waiting for something to happen. Like, you're, like they're contemplating skipping town, and they're trying to figure out what the next move is. And so for him to come and be like, I got fired, that would make sense. That'd yeah. be like, okay, oh shit. Like people are around us. We got to get a move on. We got to get out of town. Did someone find something out? But it's just a site for like two seconds, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. Um, more Bradley, I would say like any of those Earl moments are my true summer moments. He was like the lights out superstar of the movie for me. Um, a one act movies that take place in Alabama. Cause we're in Alabama. Yes, this is a movie that happens. And so there's a bunch. I've got a list here. I definitely haven't heard of some of them and I definitely haven't seen close to all of them. Yeah. Like not even close. So let's go through this. The death, the death of Dick Long, of course, big fish. My wife's like one of my wife's favorite movies. Nice. Uh, Borat. Oh, excuse me. Borat. One of my wife's favorite movies was big fish crazy in Alabama. 
Driving Miss Daisy, Forrest Gump, Fried Green Tomatoes, Green Book, Just Mercy, My Cousin Vinny, Selma, The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2, Sweet Home Alabama, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, Christopher Nolan's uh, favorite uh, cable movie to not change the channel to, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. Crazy that all of these take place in Alabama. Yeah. I had no idea. What do you got going on? What do you what are you going with? There's a I mean, honestly, there's a lot of really good movies here. I didn't realize I mean yeah. I jokingly when we talked about it, I was like, it's gonna be this and Forrest Gump. Like I don't know what else yeah. takes place <laughs> there. So um very cool to see all these on here. I think I'd have to go with my cousin Vinny. Uh mm. that's such a good movie, one of the best performances uh that we've seen from I'm drawing a blank on her name aunt may Marissa tomei. Marissa tomei uh she's so good in this but honestly a lot of great selections here my runner-up would probably be borat because i mm. there's a handful of times i've like cry laughed in the theater and that is one yeah. of them it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen yeah totally agree um i have not seen my cousin Vinny. i've been trying to see it for a long time like it's it's been on my netflix queue for a very very long time nice. I've i've wanted to watch it um yeah there's some good ones on here like obviously um movies that just say alabama in the title had to be included on this yeah i would probably go with talladega nights the ballad of ricky bobby um i mean that movie's elite like very elite um will ferrell content i am definitely due for yeah i'm definitely due for a rewatch of that so I need some of that in my life. And that's why I'm going to pick that right now. But it does seem like if you ever find yourself in a situation where somebody's like, man, I wonder what a movie in Alabama was. You got options. Yeah. You you don't, you don't just need to go with Forrest Gump. It seems like there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think death of Dick long is a bad suggestion either. Like if someone's fallen, you know, into that, what they're looking for is Alabama stuff and having lived there for like, (laughs) what a, what a strange thing to be like, you know what? Tonight, I want to watch a movie set in Alabama. Yeah. That's what I want tonight of my movie night. Maybe that's what our next Patreon should be, is one movie in every state. That's what we should do. Wow. That sounds impossible. I mean, it but sounds I, impossible. I bet it could be done. It would take up a whole year, though, literally, right? It'd be a whole year of yeah. our Patreon. So. That's true. That would. You know, maybe season two, states, season two with the Patreon. Washington, D.C., and Puerto Rico. There you go. We have wow. A whole, 52 a weeks? whole year we'd have locked in. Oh my God. I mean, obviously you got the, you got the tough ones. You got California, and New York. Those are probably your tougher, tougher cells. True. Cause you got so many to choose from. What do you, I mean, Tennessee, what are we looking like? West Virginia? What's out there? I don't know. Watch Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, that's pretty good. Just I did want to watch Nashville yeah. for our, for our musicals. Right? And I didn't. Yeah. Me too. Actually. That's, that's good. Idaho. What's out there? My own private Idaho. Napoleon dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite, yeah. so good. I'm probably right. that's wow. fucking awesome though. That'd be a really good one too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was just trying to think of a reason to see that movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the most obscure state, like Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's is. crazy. See? Yeah, wow. I don't. I have no idea what takes place in Rhode Island at all. I couldn't help you there. Got no idea. I don't even know what takes place there in real life, let alone the movie. Listeners, <laughs> let us know if you want us to do all 50 <laughs> states on the Patreon. That'd be really interesting to see what that would cover. Good. Um, okay. Talladega Nights is what I chose. A24 ranking. What are you going to go with for the death of Dick? I think, uh, B. <coughs> okay. Maybe a B minus. I don't know. I'm going to, let's do Walk a, me through this. What are we, what are we thinking here? 
I mean, it has moments of being really funny. I think it's well done. Um, right. Some really good performances. And again, if, if I wouldn't necessarily recommend it outside of it falling into a conversation around Swiss army man and everything everywhere. I'd be like, Oh, speaking of, if you like those, have you seen this kind of thing? But if someone's just in general, like what's the a 24 movie I should watch that I haven't like this might fall in there. I don't know for sure. Like maybe in the top 10, but it it wouldn't be the first thing where I'd be like, you should check out death of Dick long. Having said that though, I still enjoyed it. So I think I'd give it a B minus 24. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I, I feel similar. I just maybe I'm not um, as as strong or as high on it. I will go with a C plus 24. Cool. I, do, I do follow your train of thought here. I think if someone like ourselves is, is well-versed in the A24 catalog and they're looking for something that might have fallen through the cracks a little bit, yeah. this would be definitely a movie I would recommend. I yeah. think there's a lot of highlights here. Uh, I think Earl Wyeth is an all-star when it comes to the um, A24 catalog of characters. Um, But I do think it's got some issues. I don't think it earns the ending like you mentioned. Um, And like I said, I think there's some pretty big tonal shift asks and uh, it does feel a bit sluggish in the back half. So I'm curious if you, you know, chop 10 minutes off of this and make it a 90 minute flick and see what, what damage you can do with that. I wonder if it's any better, Um, but I had a good time. Shout out for the suggestion. Um, shout out to Jane Singman on Instagram. Yeah. This was a wonderful suggestion. I'm super stoked that we got around to it. hundred percent. Yeah. And please, you guys, if you have more suggestions, let us know. I think we've been happy with everything that's been suggested to us. So yeah, let us know. Yeah. We do have a couple blank spots for the remind remainder of the year. Yes. So we've, we've got most of our stuff filled in. We've got some new releases coming, of course. Hopefully Dick's the musical here in a couple of weeks. If there is an update on the release on that. Um, and of course things like uh, Priscilla and the zone of interest, which I might be seeing this week. Nice. Um, yeah. So um, I, before I say what is coming next week on the show, I am going to the New York film festival, which I'm very excited about. This is my first time attending a film festival. First time ever going is press, which is insane to me. Um, and so I am planning on seeing the zone of interest and this is a 24's big dramatic Oscars contender for the year. I'm yeah. hearing it is the best thing out of every single film festival that it is playing at. Um, I, I obviously I hope that I get into it. I plan to line up early and be there and, and be one of the first people so I can guarantee it, but we'll see. Hopefully um, I can report back with some cool information about the zone of interest and and that would be pretty neat. I'm excited. I'm stoked that you got in. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really, really cool. So tune in next week for that. Uh, I'll do a little little New York Film Festival recap. We can kind of talk about what that's like maybe to go to a film festival. I know I'll want to share some thoughts and insights about it. Um and see hopefully we can uh maybe talk to some people that worked on the movie at some point on the pod. We'll see. We have our feelers out there. Uh next week on the show, we're gonna stop making sense. We are finally seeing the 4K re-release of one of the greatest film concerts of all time. Yeah. Ben, you've seen it already. Yes. Get, get me hyped. Get the listeners hyped because I've never seen it. I'm so excited. This is like, again, like you've already said, it's one of the best concerts of all time. Uh, I mean, this has been, ru- not rumored, but it's been talked about for a long time because I remember you talking about it when it got announced. I was like, don't see so it. Long like, ago. I, I wish I could have seen it in 4K for the very first time. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm really anxious to hear what your thoughts are on it. Even yeah. 
if you're not super familiar with Talking Heads music, I think there'll be more songs that you recognize than you thought you knew. Um, okay. Even without that, I think it's still just like such a cool experience. I'm very excited. I've been trying to stay pretty blind to it, to be honest. Nice. Um, I know it, it um, played at TIFF. It's been playing at a couple other places and it is um, in theaters in a few days. So I think when this pod goes live, it will be in theaters. Yes. Um, and so I've been trying to stay blind because like, like I said, I don't want to like go in with any preconceived ideas or notions or like this idea of like, this is the greatest filmed concert of all time. Like I don't even really listen to the talking hit. So I'm just going to go in open and I feel really good about that. And I, I feel like I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. Um, but honestly, I'm just like, I'm excited to just go to the movies and kind of just like have a laid back, really good time yeah. listening to some banging music and, and watching some, cool stuff like a cool part of history to be honest so this is awesome that a24 is putting this out yeah i'm super stoked like this was such a cool thing to see them announce like you said it's yeah. gonna be a fun watch it's gonna be fun to go to the theater yeah. and just enjoy all this stuff like on the big screen and i believe as well uh if you're an aaa 24 member you'll get your zine early Ooh, but yeah. you also have a per, uh, chance to purchase the zine when it comes out in a couple of weeks i believe it will be a stop making sense zine with yes. behind the scenes uh, photographs and interviews and all kinds of things. Um, they post on their Instagram today that they're pressing it right now. So looks pretty sick. So I'm really excited to go to this and then check out the zine and like get the full experience of why everybody's so excited. Cause they dropped merch too. And I was like, Oh my God, should I buy some merch? I don't even know what this movie <laughs> is. I guess not. And so I didn't, but I feel like maybe I might love it and might wish that. I yeah. I mean, see, I'm, I'm very excited <laughs> to hear what you think about it. Uh, I'm excited for everyone else to go see it. If they can, I highly recommend it. Uh, let us know this week though, what you guys thought about the death of Dick long. We thought about our thoughts on it. Um, I think overall we were positive, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious to hear what you guys think. And if you have any other recommends, please you can get at us. We're on Twitter and Instagram. We're at 24 minutes of a 24. We are also on YouTube where you can watch us talk about these movies. Um, oh, yeah. Some, good work goes into that so check us out there subscribe there hit the bell all that kind of stuff and if you want to listen to us talk about movies that aren't a24 movies uh we have a patreon and it's called 24 minutes of not a24 and speaking of borat yeah speaking of borat uh so you can go watch us there talk about things that aren't a24 right now we are in the middle of getting ready for the creator so we're talking about ai yeah. movies as well as some of the movies that influenced it um as told by gareth edwards so little Blade Runner, little Akita, little uh, Lone Ooh. Wolf and Club, Cub. And so we have some really fun stuff coming up for the rest of the year. Some I'm, really I'm excited. Up, so, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to support us, you can do that there over on Patreon. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. I am Ben Lahorn. And I'm Ethan Simi. Spring break forever, bitches. Bye.